everyone, and welcome to the Rough Cut Retrospective, episode 123, uh, a podcast where we talk about movies, TV, pop pop, pop, uh, pop culture, sometimes sports, kind of, which we're going to do today, kind of, sort of. I'm your host, Carter Sims, and I'm joined today by an expert bracketologist today. It's Jackson Mahiran. Hello. Hey, yeah. I love studying brackets and other such things. Very nice. Well done there. How you doing? Doing good. How about yourself? Doing well. I uh, just got off a plane. I was in California, and I'm happy to be back in the sun of Chicago. There is no sun. Wow. Um, yeah, it's great. Uh, good to be back. Maybe I'll be jet lagged. Probably not. It's California. That doesn't exist. Um, yeah, today... Jackson and I are getting into the uh, the March Madness basketball spirit today, and we're doing a little uh, bracket ourselves live on this podcast, uh, and we're going to try to decipher, based on some random actors, uh, the best actor of a bunch of 64, actor or actress. Uh, we'll get more detail into that in a little bit. Uh, but first, Jackson, tell me something, boy. Tell me something, boy. What are you into this week, sir? I have been watching a lot. I'm I watched the penultimate episode of season one of The Last of Us. Very, very good, very scary. Mm. The villain of this episode, the antagonist, is maybe one of the scariest post-apocalyptic people I think I've seen in like any TV. I, I think he's really freaky and just for being a, a simple dude, but super, super creepy. Um, I started watching the office rewatch on Peacock Ooh, because fun. I borrowed my buddy Jeff's account. Very nice. And I tried the long version. Oh, the super fan, the cuts, super yeah. fan cut. And maybe I'm too much of a super fan to even enjoy the super fan cut because it ruins the pacing, I think. Yeah. And it kind of <laughs> just bums me out. Like I was like, how far <laughs> into it? Like how far into this are we? And it was like, Oh, we're only halfway through. And it just, you know, I don't know. It, it's a lot. It's a lot. I but think it just. I think it just goes to show that they are they were cut down for a reason. Yeah. Uh, and I, I don't. Yeah, it's very much just like. Uh, I don't think it's supposed to be. It doesn't feel cohesive. I'm with you there. No, not at um, all. But it's and, just fun to see all these jokes just totally. out of the order. That's why you watch it. Yeah. But. And like it, like it works as far as like in universe because it's like obviously they're going to edit down a bunch of stuff that happens throughout the day but like i don't know when you have a 22 minute sitcom it's weird to make it longer because it just (laughs) it fucks with the pacing fair um yes so beyond those two things i also watched uh with abby we watched all of the animated short films that were nominated for oscars this year Mm -hmm. um so i'm just going to go through those really quick please uh starting with my least favorite which was the flying sailor which okay. have you seen any of these, by the way? Uh, I've seen, I think, two of them, two or three okay. so far. I'll, I'll, I haven't seen The Flying Sailor. Though, gotcha. No. The Flying Sailor is on YouTube, uh, free to watch. So I recommend, like, all of these are super easy to check out. So that one's like really weird. It's apparently based on a true story about this sailor who gets blown into the sky from like this explosion from these ships. 
And like, it's kind of just like this weird montage of like his life flashing before his eyes. And it's really, really well animated, but like, there's just not enough substance for me to like really love it. Fair. Um, especially because I think this category this year is like really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, next I would say, uh, is an ostrich told me the world is fake. And I think I believe it. This one is super weird, super trippy. I really like this. And I think if not for the other movies being way stronger, Mm-hmm. Um, I think I would like this a little bit more, but it, it is just a really funny like claymation story, like where this claymation puppet is like kind of like gaining consciousness, and it's super weird. And if you <laughs> appreciate the like process of claymation, I think it's totally worth uh checking out. And that one is uh super. These are like really quick watches, and that yeah. one's on Vimeo, which is also for free. So Love Vimeo, totally worth checking that out too. Cool. Then uh the next one, which again, a really strong one, My Year of Dicks. Yeah. So good. It's like a coming of age short story animated film uh-huh. and a really weird art style that like might not work for a lot of people, but I actually kind of dug it. Um, it's on Hulu. Check that out if you can. It it's pretty good. Um, super weird, but like it's like this girl is taking like her actual diary entries from when she was a kid and like using some of her like video diary stuff to like impose onto it, and it's it's pretty neat. Fun. Um, then I'm kind of at a tie with these next two, which I assume are the ones you've seen. Um, so I'm gonna shout out the one that will probably win if I had to guess: the boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse. Mm-hmm. And this thing is just so freaking cute. This is on Apple yeah. TV. Um, it had Idris Elba as one of the characters. This is like if Ted Lasso and Winnie the Pooh had like a love child. <laughs> and it is so I, I cried like a couple different times watching this. Like it is just really, really wholesome. Yeah. Um, it's just a vessel. Like the story is what it's just like a vessel to throw in these one liner inspirational things. Yeah. And I, it was it was lovely. I watched it in my hotel room in California and I was like, am I going to cry in my hotel it's, room here? It's really good. Yeah, it was adorable. Um, super enjoyed that. But then I think the one that is maybe my favorite, I don't think it'll win. I maybe is Ice Merchants. Yeah. And I this is just too. a really sick, like the art style is really cool. Uh-huh. There's no dialogue in the story, but like the story is like really well made and like kind of pulls at your heartstrings in ways that you didn't think were gonna happen. And there's a lot of cool twists and turns, and it's very much an emotional roller coaster for a very like mellow and like comfy and cozy art style which i yeah. i thought was really cool the contrast is really cool the colors are really great and yeah i i, I don't know there's just something about that one that like really I, I just really liked yeah it was cool and i think there's like a hidden like deep message in there about like global warming and things like that mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. so that might and, that, and might that get one it, is but... yeah and that one's also on youtube so yeah check that out too yeah, if I had to guess right now, I think it would be the boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse. I think so, too. Because I also looked. It's produced by J.J. Abrams and Woody Harrelson. So Really? Yeah. I, uh, that's what it says on Letterboxd. I was curious oh. to go see. So they could win an Oscar for that, I would assume, if they are credited Probably. for producers. So that's kind of neat that that's how Woody Harrelson's going to win an Oscar. It, it, it definitely feels oh. like the more Oscar-friendly thing. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. They yeah. got a, They love their Apple TV Plus now. So They do. They Who's do. say? But yeah, that's what I've been into this week. Oh, and I watched Too Fast, Too Furious. Oh yeah, I rewatched Spy Kids on DVD because oh, I bought the triple pack for five bucks, and I checked <laughs> out Megan, and Megan was very fun. That's all Megan is. Megan is fun. I enjoyed it. Recommend. Very solid. We're getting favorite more Megan of the year movies. so far. 
Nice. We're Let's go. More, we're getting more Megans. We're getting a Megan universe. So how do you feel Perfect. about that? I love that. love that. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Blumhouse popping off with their video game things now too. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. very fun stuff. Um, what about you? For me, yes. I also checked out The Boy, The Mole, The Fox, and The Horse. Check that out this week. And since I was traveling, I didn't get to watch a whole lot of movies because I was traveling for work. So a conference. Um, so I just watched kind of a lot of college basketball. And nice. uh, the first thing I'm going to shout out is uh, Pick and Roll. Um, yeah. Cody over at Cody and Corbin have a podcast, and I were just talking randomly one day. He was going to do a, a college basketball segment on over at Cody and Corbin have a podcast, and I was uh, graciously invited to co-host that. So it's just me and Cody over there talking college basketball for the next month. So hop over there and check it out. We did uh, conference tournament previews, which are going on currently. I listened uh, to it. It's it's a good episode. It's fun. Uh, we were just talked to college basketball for like an hour and a half. It was a blast. I really enjoyed it. So go check that out. If you want uh, to place bets on any of our advice, I wouldn't recommend it, but maybe I'll do it. Maybe you should. Can I say I something? Know. Can I, can I hold your feet to the fire really quick while I get you here? Please do. Do you think Purdue is a fraud? Are they frauds in this upcoming tournament? Um, yes and no. I think they okay. have a, I think they have a sweet 16 run in them, but I don't, trust their freshman guards apparently big 10 teams don't do super well in the first round of uh the brackets lately no and you know historically you know they we haven't had a big 10 tournament winner since 2000 Mm -hmm. uh to win the national championship so not great in that regard but i don't know if anyone's gonna do it i think it's gonna be indiana but i don't know knock on wood probably not gonna happen but i'm gonna just speak into existence because i love to be hurt um so yeah, I'm checking that out. Everyone watched college basketball this week. That's great. Uh, and then just the only thing I really have to shout out is I checked out Creed 3 in theaters. Nice. And uh, this thing rocks. I think it's better than the first. Uh, nah, it might be close to but it's better than <laughs> It's better than the second one. Is the second um, one not very good? It's okay. Um, it's just, yeah, it's just okay. The first Creed has the magic of rocky there and i like that creed 3 is cool because like it doesn't really like sylvester stallone's not in it it's kind of its own thing now and kind of getting away from that michael b jordan uh i was interested in seeing it because he said that he's really influenced by anime and the fight style yeah is the direction pretty good it's kind of cool uh there's a he makes a a choice in the final fight that some people are kind of pushing back on that they don't like i enjoyed it i think it kind of works what is it what do they do well uh, do I should I spoil what happens? Yeah, oh, sure. Spoil. Okay. Fast forward like ten seconds if you don't want to hear it. Okay, so there's a moment in the final fight um, where all the audience like disappears and it's just quiet and it's just them fighting. That's um, awesome. And I thought it was kind of sick. That's really but, cool. But then they were doing. He was doing things where like he was like backed against the ropes at one point, and then like a big like like a jailed cell cage pops up. Oh, that, interesting. So that part, I don't know. I'm a little sure. heavy handed. A little heavy-handed, but I loved just like hearing them like grunt and hit each other. That was cool. That's cool. And, yeah, like the audience like appears, and so I, I was a fan of it. Um, but yeah, Jonathan Majors, of course, is doing amazing as well. Um, big year for him. Excited for this Magazine Dreams movie. Uh, whenever that comes out, I've heard good things about that. Um, out of uh, Sundance, I think it came out. Um, I heard he's great in that too. So we'll see. But that's all I've been into: it's watching some basketball, traveling back Sweet. on my two feet. I'm ready to watch the Big Ten tournament this weekend. I'm exempt. And so, the Oscars. And the Oscars. Yeah, I'll shout that out now and probably mention it again 
so uh, uh sunday the oscars and also selection sunday for basketball which i think is a great segue jackson into our main segment today which is i could have been a contender you don't understand i could have had class i could have been a contender and um as mentioned and then i'll hop over to jackson to tell you what we're doing here um selection sunday for the ncaa tournament is uh march 12th so this coming sunday if you're listening to this and then after that is the oscars so we wanted to kind of combine the two in the spirit of march so jackson and i uh created a bracket of 64 actors and actresses that we are going to divvy down to the hall of fame for the rcr this will be our official winner or inductee into our rcr hall of fame whoever wins this bracket which we're going to determine right now and jackson would you like to describe our selection process and how we will be judging so to speak yeah totally so we picked a lot of these actors from this fun little cinephile game that i have and we've been playing uh our like we've been doing this along the way of our previous episodes where we'll put two people in a head-to-head matchup and so this is kind of just returning to that tradition but putting it on a grander scale in the march madness fashion um so yeah we picked 32 men and 32 women who we think are like some of the best of the best and we're gonna put them up against each other they're seated but it's like kind of random but yeah. it, it'll make for some fun matchups and uh yeah so basically the way we are going to score it is um to determine like who who moves on um my opinion Carter's opinion if we're tied uh on that then we'll go to a random movie comparison where we'll pick a random movie from their filmography and put those head to head and see like who had the better performance there um and if somehow we are still not on a consensus with that we will go to uh accolades and see who is like a more decorated uh actor so yeah should be fun indeed um and yeah as he said these are Obviously, we're probably gonna miss some of your favorite actors. Probably not, might not be in this list just just because we just picked random sixty four out of his list. So don't get mad at us. We're not in any way saying that this is the best actor ever. It's just of the sixty four, and it's our opinion. So yeah, don't get mad at us. But also kick tell rocks. us, yeah, kick rocks, and then tell <laughs> us in the comments if we do this again, what actor maybe you would want uh, in the tournament. Yeah, so maybe There's a real no redemption. Adam Driver. No, we'll go get ahead of that. So, sorry. Yeah, sorry. So go see 65 this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, should we just get into it, Jackson? Should, Let's I, I'm not, do it. Yeah. I'm not going to name all of them. I'm just going to go matchup by matchup. That makes cool. the most sense, right? Yeah. As opposed to sitting here and naming 64 people. Yeah, it's crazy. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, who would do that? Okay. Only insane people. Meh. All right. So our first matchup, Jackson, uh, will be the one seed... In the, uh, oh, I didn't name these quadrants. The uh, upper left quadrant. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, uh, the one seed, Jack Nicholson, versus the 16 seed, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Jackson, initial thoughts. I feel like this is going to be a quick one. Uh-huh, I mean, I come on. It's Jack Nicholson, baby. Like, yeah, baby. He's he's more iconic. He's the Joker. He's in The One Who Flew Over to Cuckoo's Nest. He's uh I don't know. He's in some other stuff, too. He's at the Lakers game, spilling chili or something. He's, he's in Crypto.com Arena, of course, yes. Oh, of course. Um, and Arnold, you know, he's he's good. He's had a, an affluent political career, and he has, I don't know. I, I like him. I just haven't seen him in enough stuff. Hey, he's but the Terminator, you know? I know uh, he's the Terminator, yeah. but I, I haven't seen that, and that's okay. 
Yeah. Uh, well, just saying, as uh, someone who has seen the Terminator, mm-hmm. um, I I love the Terminator and Terminator Two as well. But J- Nicholson, I said almost said Jickelson. <laughs> uh, Nick, yeah, Nicholson's just done about everything. He's got a lot of Oscars. He was the Joker, mm-hmm. uh, back in the day, and he also is a good supporting actor. This is an easy one. Um, sorry, Schwarzenegger. I love Kindergarten Cop, though. I'll say that. Sweet, a, a banger. It's not a Quick Duma round. That was good. Love it. Um, okay, let's go to our first eight nine matchup, Jackson, which could be a toughie. I don't know. Um, number eight, Anne Hathaway versus the nine seed, Tilda Swinton. Ooh, what are you feeling here? This is interesting. Tilda Swinton classically playing the weird characters, right? Like she's yes. doing the weird stuff. I think that maybe gives her an edge as far as like people expect weird stuff out of her, and like that's kind of her niche. Mm-hmm. People hate on Anne Hathaway in ways that I do not understand. Um, yeah. Personally, I think I would pick her between these two, just because I do think she gives some really good performances, particularly in like the Nolan stuff that I see her in. True. I just don't get the hate for her. Do you? Do you hate her? I don't hate her. In fact, I think she's one of the more fun and willing to take risks actresses mm-hmm. that we have, and of course, Tilda Swinton also is one of those. But I think Anne Hathaway is more mainstream for sure. She does more things. I mean, you could say, you know, Anne Hathaway has done DC. Tilda Swinton's done Marvel, you know, and then mm-hmm. for all these weird projects that like Tilda Swinton does, Anne Hathaway has her weird projects too. They both won act uh, Oscars for supporting actress, which is fun. Um, but Anne Hathaway was in The Princess Diaries. Um, so that is a bump for me, in my opinion. Um, as much as I love Tilda Swinton, I think I'm going to lean Anne Hathaway here. I agree. I totally agree. Huge. So far, we're agreeing, and I wonder if that will stick. Uh, So Hathaway moves on to the round of 32. Congratulations. Next, Jackson, we have the five seed Will Smith versus the 12 seed Mark Ruffalo. What do you think? This one's tough, right? I think old Mark Ruffalo and like uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind and Mm -hmm. Spotlight are great Mark Ruffalo performances. Yes. Every other performance of his, I I I'm always questioning about. like, do I like Mark Ruffalo? Like, is he actually good? Like, I want to like him. Like he's a very he seems like a charming dude. Seems really nice. Yeah, we've talked like about this a lot. Like, especially I can't like figure out if he's talented or not, which is so weird to say. I do like that um like he was kind of brought into the MCU, like like he replaced Edward Norton, obviously, mm-hmm. which was which was a thing. Um, but like before that, and like in between, I do respect that he has done other things that mm-hmm. hasn't just been the Marvel stuff. Like he has a spotlight, and you know, Foxcatcher, and has all these these definitely fun things that he tries. But man, now I just feel like when I see him in Marvel stuff, I just feel like he's phoning it in. And I and like I think some of the best Marvel actors are still really going for it. Yeah. Um. Then on the other hand, you have Will Smith who slapped a man. Um, oh come on! Nah, did you I see did. the Chris Rock stuff? His no, special? and I don't really. Want it wasn't. It didn't look very good from what no. I saw. So I've steered away from it. But I, I'll probably check it out. I guess. But despite all that, I think Will Smith is just really fun. Obviously, he's is an action star. He's funny. Uh, he's an Oscar winner now. Mark Ruffalo is not an Oscar winner. Let's just say that he's definitely more of a gamble too. Like, yeah. like with like. 
Because, like, I don't know, like, if Will Smith is attached to it, it could be the best movie or it could be a, just a terrible, terrible attempt. And I still think, despite, I mean, uh, as opposed to maybe a year before last year's events, you could say this. I th- still think he was one of the actors that could just carry a movie solely on his name, totally. which not a lot of people can do anymore. Um, I'm going Will Smith here. Personally. I do. And I, I still think he can carry a movie on his name. I do too. Like I saw, I watched the emancipation, like the Apple yeah. TV plus movie, which was good. And I still think he can do that. And I think we just need a couple of years separation from the events of the slap and he'll be back in it. He'll be back. He'll be back, baby. Um, Cool. Um, Next Jackson, the four seed in this region, Tom Hanks versus the 13 seed Javier Bardem. What are you thinking here? I mean, yeah, it's got to be Tom Hanks. Yeah. Love Javier. He's great. No country for old men. Ooh, Skyfall. Mm. So he's truly one of the best villain actors. Like he should be on like the Mount Rushmore with like. Christopher or uh, Christoph Waltz and like yeah. Giancarlo Esposito. Like to me, he is like on that level of great. He's great. Um, and then yeah, uh, I think he just played the villain in Lyle Lyle Crocodile as well. Oh, okay. All uh, right. Didn't see that, but uh, Sean Mendez is a star. Um, yeah. Javier Bardem is great. Uh, we'll see him in Dune 2 this year, won't we? Exciting. Yes. So was a villain or a hero or? Uh, he was on, um, he's like, in Zendaya's camp. Oh, he was in the yeah, last yeah, one. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Um, so we'll see him some more. I don't know what else we'll see him in. But uh, but yeah, he's great. But it's Tom Hanks, and it's hard to argue. Totally. I know yep. Hanks has had some stinkers lately, ish. Um, but he'll he'll be he'll be back. Uh, wonderful. Hanks moves on. All right, a fun matchup. Six <laughs> seed Christian Bale versus eleven seed Christopher Walken. What do you think? I mean. Only one of them can turn the cream into butter. That's for sure. <laughs> True. But True. I I mean, come on, it's Bale. Bale is just, he's great. He's diverse. Uh, not racially, but like as far as his <laughs> hey, roles. He's, he's Welsh. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. He's Batman. And Christopher Walken also in a Batman movie. True. I believe. Max, Max Shrek, right? Yeah. 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 That's, um, a, that's a pretty fun performance. But yeah, Christian Bale. Yeah. I will say Christopher Walken is just fun. He's zany in a lot of things. Oscar mm-hmm. winner. They're both Oscar winners. Um, and I just like Christopher Walken's later period because he's just a goofball. And he's turned, he like very much is in on the joke now. I think ever since like Cowbell and stuff. So like, he know he knows who he is. So he's great. All respect to Christopher Walken. We love you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wonderful. Um, number three, Daniel Day-Lewis. Versus 14, Rachel Vice, which is a very tough draw for Rachel Vice, I will say. Yeah. Um, love her. Um, love her in The Mummy. Um, also an Oscar winner, but against a three time Oscar winner is tough. Goodbye, Rachel Vice. <laughs> tough. Okay. Well, Day Lewis moves on. I'm sure we'll talk more later because that's some fun matchups coming up. Okay. I think this one is a genuine conversation, Jackson. Okay. Number seven, Natalie Portman versus number 10, Jake Gyllenhaal. This is tough. Um, What do you think? What's your initial thoughts on this? I'm trying to think of uh, some Natalie Portman performances that I really love. Like Garden State, I think, is some really good peak, like early Natalie Portman stuff. Mm -hmm. 
but I'm also like I'm not like a huge fan of like the Star Wars prequels. Mm-hmm. Her character in Thor is like so butchered, and it's not her fault. But That's like true. I don't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Black Swan, you seen Black Swan? I haven't, and like I know I would love Black Swan. You would, which is like mind fuck. Yeah, yeah, like that's like the one movie that like is has been on my list for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will like defer to you if you want to like talk her up a little bit more. Well, I mean, Natalie Portman is fascinating because she was like basically she's was a. This is a fun matchup because it's two child actors basically because mm-hmm. Portman started very early as well in uh, V for Vendetta and uh, like Leon. I don't know if you've seen The Professional. Um, no. She's like is a yeah she plays she's like an eight year old kid and she just really rocks in that as well so she's definitely has done a lot of fun and interesting things I will say she stars in the inferior uh, rom com of Friends with Benefits first No Strings Attached she's in No Strings Attached mm-hmm. I will say Friends with Benefits is better um, so I really do enjoy her work but not as of lately though which is the problem and Jake Gyllenhaal on the other hand. I think is doing some really exciting stuff um, and is still working. Like he's about to be in a roadhouse remake, which I don't know if you've seen clips of this on Twitter this weekend. I've, I've seen. Yeah. <laughs> People are making, I, I thought he looked pretty ripped, but I guess for maybe MMA standards, it's a little silly. I, I don't know. I thought, I thought it was working too. So yeah. um, I saw people clowning him. Though. I was like, I, I think it looks pretty good, but so, so it's, it's tough. Like, what do you like? What's your, What's your gut saying? Is your gut saying Gyllenhaal? I think I'm leaning Gyllenhaal just because, like, he's got some of my favorite stuff between, like, Donnie Darko and, you know, uh, Nightcrawler. Both are just, like, yeah, Prisoners is, like, a really fun one of his. Broke back. All these that, yeah. Broke back. Strange World. (laughs) Yep, Strange Um, World. I don't know, but then he also, of course, you know, he has that scandal with Taylor Swift. Because the Swifties don't really like him. Well, is it a scandal? You know? I think it's like kind of weird. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I think I'm going to go Gyllenhaal, even though I do love Portman. I'll go Gyllenhaal, too. I think his movies are, are great. Wonderful. But, and and he's right. Mysterio, so. True. He's great. He's fun. Um, Wonderful. And then, just a tough draw, uh, two-seed... Denzel Washington versus 15 seed Colin Farrell. Now, I think there'll be recency bias here for some people with Colin Farrell because he was in a lot of good stuff this past year. But if you look at his track record, you know, historically, I mean, can you tell me anything else that you liked him in? In, uh, Bruges? in Bruges? Yeah. Uh, I also really liked him in The Lobster. True. Yeah. I also really liked him in The Batman. Okay. You're making a case. I also really liked him in uh the daredevil movie did you oh i didn't like him in it but he was in it <laughs> true 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 i actually really really enjoy colin farrell i do too i really like him both as an actor and as a person and i'm glad he's having his moment in the sun but it is denzel all right which is tough I, I, are you going colin farrell because then we can go to the uh the random movie thing let's do it i like colin farrell a lot i'll go to bat for him so to determine the movie we're gonna pick uh, on Letterboxd, I have sorted uh, their the the actor by film popularity. I'm doing the top ten popular films. I'm going to do a random number generator to compare each of them. So I'm starting with Denzel's movie, uh, one to ten number generator number two, which gives us Training Day, Jackson, iconic, 
And then who's the other person we're doing? We're doing Colin Farrell. <laughs> Colin Farrell. <laughs> Thank you. And then Colin Farrell uh, will be his second, which is, you guessed it, Banshees of Inisherin. Um, that is tough. I love Banshees of Inisherin. I do too. So, so here's where it's leaning right now. So one actor for this movie won the Oscar. And one might, I think, come has Sunday. a very strong chance. Me too. Like, I think it's a three horse race for sure. Um, so, what do you like, Banshees more than Training Day, or Training Day more than Banshees? I've never seen Training Day. Oh, I have seen Banshees though, and I loved it. It's like in my top five of the year. I so, so you're going Banshees? I'm going Banshees. If you're going. Training day, we can defer to Oscars, which I think would automatically give it to Denzel. So I don't think it matters. It would, and I am going training day. I'm so okay, sorry. Well, there you go. No, that's hey, totally okay. this is our first 15 seed, and it put up a fight. And I respect it. Did. It. And like I the think the spirit of uh, March Madness, you know? Yeah. And I think we both agree that we love Colin Farrell very much. Totally, and I think totally. we're riding for either him or uh, Frazier to win the Oscar. I'd be okay if Austin Butler does not win it personally. Yeah. So um great do we want to move on to the next region or do we want to do this region like get to the final oh no let's move on to the next bottom left region which is very the nice. region everyone's been buzzing about you know? that's true that's true um here we see our next one seed viola davis versus the 16 seed michael b jordan tough draw michael b jordan now a, an acclaimed director um viola davis two-time oscar winner jackson what do you think Viola Davis. I mean, she's iconic. I, I, I like Michael B. Jordan a lot. I think he's going to have a, a very great career ahead of him. Mm-hmm. Viola Davis is just kind of like the goat right now. Like, I agree. I she's she's hitting home runs every single time she she steps up. I, I read this somewhere just in, in the, the wake of Creed 3 that people mm-hmm. were talking about Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan Majors. And it was a quote that just said, like, Michael B. Jordan is a movie star. But Jonathan Majors is an actor, and that made a lot of sense to me. Mm, I totally agree with that, actually. So, so sweet. So Viola Davis moves on. Um, Our next matchup, Jackson, is an Adjustment Bureau reunion. Uh, The eight seed, Emily Blunt, versus the nine seed, Matt Damon. Um, Have you seen the Adjustment Bureau? (laughs) I have not. Okay. You've seen so many movies, though. It's not fair. Come on. Listen, they were both in that movie together. Okay, fair enough. Um, What do you think here? What do you like? What do you like? I mean, Matt Damon feels like the obvious pick here, even though he's at a lower seed. Um, First upset? This might... Is this... Do the nine, does a nine seed beating an eight seed count as like an upset traditionally? I mean, by technicality, sort of, but not really. Okay. Um, I think Emily Blunt is really good. I have not seen like more of her solo stuff. I've kind of seen her in like, um, uh, you know, like a quiet place. And uh, mm. she was really good in that edge of tomorrow movie. Bad I really like movie. her in that too, but I, yep. I just feel like I haven't seen, like I haven't seen the Mary Poppins. I haven't seen like some of her, like other stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you might get to see her in some more stuff. Uh, Fantastic four. No, that's not going to happen. Nah, um, know. But cool. Uh, yeah, I love Emily Blunt also, uh, but she is gone. Matt Damon moves on. How do you like totally. them apples? Totally. All uh, right. Okay. Um, the five seed, Emma Stone versus the 12 seed, Tom 
Hardy. Um, fun one. Uh, I think I know which way you're leaning, but go ahead and speak. Emma Stone. She's like one of my favorite actresses of all time. Yeah, buddy. She is the perfect girl next door, like comedy star, but also put her in like a big like uh, musical like La La Land, and she can she can nail that too. I just think she is wonderful, and everyone should aspire to be as nice and cool as she is. Wow. In movies, I don't know. In real, in real life, she might be a real piece of work, but she seems really cool. Yeah, she's great, I think. Yeah. Um yeah. so yeah, uh, and Tom Hardy. I love Tom Hardy. Um I'd just like to see more than just Venom for the for some time. You know, I we haven't yeah, seen some him of this in... bad stuff just really bothers me. Yeah. I don't so... know. Like I don't like Aloha by any means. <laughs> but I think I prefer her performance in Aloha than I do like most of Tom Hardy's like choices that he makes. Tough. But he uh, seems like a cool dude. I don't know. Yeah, I just like to see him get out of the get out of the Venom verse, um, do some more fun stuff. Again. He's like trapped Mad, in there. like Mad Max and 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 things like that. Like yeah, like see more that's, of that. that's one of my favorite roles for him for sure. Yeah, so all he right. doesn't talk as much. <laughs> him and Bane, good stuff. Oh, all right, man. Emma Stone moves on. Wonderful. Also, I have to mention Jake Gyllenhaal wasn't upset against. So this that last one wasn't the first upset. So gotcha. Okay, we're back. All right. The four seed Julia Roberts versus the thirteen seed Halle Berry. Uh, is this our first uh, female matchup here? All female matchup? I think so. No, it's not. Anne Hathaway Tilda Swinton. Um, what do you think here, Julia Roberts, Halle Berry? I think I really. I, I don't know. It's actually kind of tough because I, I I was kind of like weirdly raised on Halle Berry performances, like. Um, really, just like Catwoman, yeah, like, and I did see Catwoman as uh-huh. like a kid, but and like that was kind of stupid. But like Die another X-Men day, movies, oh like, true, X Men, yeah. Like yeah. I was very like like to, she was Storm for me growing up, and I thought she was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I I think I'm leaning more Julia Roberts though, if I'm being honest. Like I think the Oceans movies, not the Oceans Eight, so much. Which yeah, I think she's she not. Is. She's not in it. So. Oh, she's not. Okay, good for her. She got out of that one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like Pretty Woman. Like I, I think there's some good stuff here. Aaron Brockovich. She's still doing it too. Like I mean, she take just, it to paradise. In, she was just in a rom com, and that movie made a lot of money. So yeah. the power of Julia Roberts is still there, and I do love Halle Berry as well. Uh, Oscar winner. Um. Yeah, I just haven't seen her in much lately. I know she's in stuff, but I think the problem is like I don't have a desire to go see something with her right now that more than I do with Julia Roberts, which could be a something to telling there. So I think Julia Roberts got the fire still, buddy. So we're gonna roll with it. Julia Roberts moves on. All right. Um, this could be a fun one. Six seed Charlize Theron versus the eleven seed Kira Knightley. What do you think? What do you think? I'm trying to ref- like refresh my memory on Kira Knightley. She's in like the the uh, pirates pirates movies, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, she's pirates, very good in those. Love Actually, Imitation Game, um, okay. other things. She's good in the pirates movies. Uh, in my head, Charlize is like the obvious pick. I uh-huh. could be wrong. She just seems like the OG like American yeah. action star for like the women so. representation, but uh, I could be wrong. I think so, you know. Um, you know, Kira Knightley's been in uh uh like Pride and Prejudice and Atonement mm, and things totally, like that. Totally. Um but I uh, I think Charlize just has a more I like her career more, also an Oscar winner. 
um and in mad max which is fun and now she's in the mcu now i guess so oh yeah she's clea yep so yeah i think it's i think it's theron for me as well um cool and she's in a fast movie this year jackson which (gasps) can't wait to see that eventually yeah oh and she'll be i don't remember when she pops up in those fast and furious movies but you'll see her in a few before cool so wonderful all right um Three seed Scarlett Johansson versus the 14 seed Adam Sandler. Such a bizarre matchup. Um, what do you think? I love Adam Sandler, but I think ScarJo needs the love. Because we, we snubbed her the first time. You know, True. she almost made it her. into our Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got Marriage Story and Jojo Rabbit under her belt from like the same year of like double Oscar nominations, which is pretty crazy. True. She's, she's had some controversial roles and she's signed some petitions that are a little controversial, but so is like probably most of the people from this list, but uh, I don't know. I think, I think she's sadly the obvious standout despite my love and childhood being built around Adam Sandler. Yeah. And also if you're looking at track record, I think Adam Sandler has made a lot of stinkers. Um, some would say purposely. Yeah, yeah. Just having fun with his friends, going on vacations to make a movie. I respect yeah. it. And I love Uncut Gems. And I love whatever the Safety Brothers movie is coming out starring him in the future here soon. You just which know you'll love it. In development. I know I'm going to love it. Uh, I do like Sandler because he can do, he does mostly comedy, but then he can like every couple of years he turns it on and does something serious. And you're like, oh, wow, Sandler. Like Meyerowitz stories. and Yeah. Oh, I yeah. love, oh. I do love Uh-oh. stories. Does, does mm-hmm. you? I mean, I'm going Scarjo too, but I'll I'll go. I w- I will say this. I think on paper, I am more excited for a serious Adam Sandler performance than I am a serious Scarlett Johansson performance, which Fair. is wild because they're both. I think they're both very high caliber. Whenever you're doing like drama stuff, uh huh. Well, I guess should but, you can should you think of it in this way? Are you more excited for an Adam Sandler drama or a Scarlett Johansson comedy? Since that's both out of their lanes, if you if you get what I'm saying, I think it's easier it's easier for comedic actors to do dramas than it is for dramatic actors to do comedies. So I think I my answer would be Adam Sandler there, but I still think I got to give it to ScarJo. I do too, but also we should point out that just because they're not winning this Hall of Fame tournament, they could pop up and you're feeling lucky and be in our oh Hall totally of Fame down the line. Just point and if Adam out. Sandler gets there, I think I think he has a shot. That's I think I'm he'll saying. get there. Wonderful. All right, cool. Uh, seven seed Sandra Bullock versus ten seed Angelina Jolie. What do you think, Jackson? I haven't seen a ton of Angelina Jolie stuff, and Sandra Bullock was like in everything. I feel like for like ten years, she had a big, uh, a big wave. Yeah, yeah, like around the Blind Side time, and then yeah, post Speed, Miss Congeniality, bunch of fun Bullet stuff. Train recently, Bullet Train. and uh, her one movie that she did with Channing Tatum that came out this year. Oh yeah, The Lost or City. Lost that year. was fun. Yeah, The Lost City that was fun. Bird Box was a big hit. Um, yeah, Bird Box. <laughs> Bird Box was. It was. It was right during COVID, right? Yeah, it, it was, was. Like right before or like right when it hit. I think it People was were just right, dying yeah. for content. Like, so I think that movie was like artificially boosted a little bit. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But, um, but yeah, and. Yeah, I mean, she was she got her Oscar off her White Savior movie, so good for her uh-huh. there for the Blind Side. Um, I think she can do funny and serious. You know, Angelina Jolie also. Um, you know, we saw. I think we saw her in Eternals. This is the most recent thing we've seen her in. I think. Um, she had an yeah. HBO Max movie. 
uh, where she was a firefighter or something. Cool. Uh, I watched that. Um, I don't know. I mean, she definitely, I mean, she was married to Brad Pitt. You know, that was a conspiracy. That was a fun time. Conspiracy. Well, he dumped Jennifer Aniston for Angelina Jolie. Mm. There's yeah. like some real like serious like allegations against him right now from her, I think. Yeah, that they like abuse, he abused their kids, right? Something and like, like her, I think. Yeah, um, so not good. Like a real, he seems like a real scumbag. Yeah. Anyway, I do like Angelina Jolie. Yeah. Um, you watched the Maleficent movies, remember? <laughs> I watched the second one on accident and not the <laughs> yeah. first one. Yeah, you did. Um, oh, I think I got to give it to Sandra Bullock also here. Yeah. Amazing. Sweet. Wonderful. Uh, to fill out this region, the two seed Leonardo DiCaprio versus, I am sorry, 15 seed Kristen Stewart. Um, I mean, it's Here's obvious. Here's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Do it. I think in much like college basketball, I think anybody could rise to the occasion. Why not give Kristen Stewart uh, a chance for a buzzer beater? Uh, okay. And here's why. I like her in uh-huh. Zathura. <laughs> <laughs> she's great in she's, Zathura. She's going to... Snubbed, big snub season for her in Zathura, let me tell you. But she's also, going to she's going to overtime off the back exactly. of Zathura. I love exactly. it. Exactly. And Leonardo DiCaprio, <laughs> let's face it, Dates too many young women, and I think maybe <laughs> that that should be addressed. And by doing this, that that is us addressing it. So we're gonna throw it to a buzzer beater because why not? Okay, wonderful. Um, fuck it. Okay. Um, so Kristen Stewart's movie. Uh, going uh one through ten on the random number generator is uh the Twilight Saga: Breaking Dawn Part One. Ooh, banger! That's a good one. Uh, yeah, I guess so. And uh, oh yeah, that's the one where they fuck. Yeah, it's it's steamy. Yeah, it and is. she gets and, like mega pregnant, and it's scary and gross. True. And uh, DiCaprio's eighth is Corbin. I hope you're listening. Catch me if you can. Okay. All right. I guess we'll give it. To I guess Stewart. so. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, Leo, you'll move on, but. It did not look good for you for a second. No, it didn't. It was looking scary. But Kristen Stewart, you know, she was Oscar nominated last year. She's on a she's on her wave. I think she'll be just fine. Maybe she's she'll... fine. I I do I do like her stuff. I think she seems pretty cool. She's great. She's great. I need to watch Adventureland. That's something I do need to do. That's on yeah. my list. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Cool. That is the left side of the region first rounds. So we're gonna hop over to the right side with one seed Samuel L. Jackson versus sixteen seed Helena Bonham Carter. Which is uh two very chaotic uh, performers going head to head here. Totally. Um, what do you think, Sam Jackson? Yeah, yeah. It's a double bottom Carter. Um, you know she's in Ocean's Eight, and I hold that against her. So we're gonna move on. <laughs> All right, uh, she's fun in Harry Potter, also, and every Tim Burton movie ever. Good for her. Wonderful. Eight seed Jim Carrey versus nine seed Laura Dern. Ooh. Oh man, this is a really tough matchup because I think Jim Carrey, he's done like I don't know, I feel like less than like 15 movies probably. Like he's he doesn't have like a ton uh, of of films under his belt. You think uh, he's more? Yeah, I do think he has more. Oh, maybe he's Well, know. listen, we did he's a star of 81 films. Are you serious? Uh-huh. According we to did a whole episode on this too. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we remember. did. Well, you know, some of those films are no like He's not. Most, uh, I, you know what? You're right. I'm I'm remembering all the stinkers. He has a lot of stinkers. True. But he but, does have like some of my favorite acting of all time. Mm-hmm. 
He does. Um, and can Laura, you can can you tell me, Jackson, Laura Dern? Can you name me one, like, two movies of hers that aren't Marriage Story? That aren't Marriage Story? Ooh, yeah. Okay. Jurassic Park. Uh huh. And uh, Jur- Jurassic World. Dominion. Jurassic Park. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Um, but well, she's I, great in Marriage Story too, and she's like oh, she's super great. iconic in Jurassic Park. Yeah, she's great. But I'm going. I Jim feel like I know her from here, other though. stuff too. What else is she in? Laura Dern. Yeah. Um, she was a big, she worked, I don't know if you've seen a lot of David Lynch movies, but she worked with David Lynch a lot. Um, you know, she was in Little Women, uh, the mm-hmm. new adaptation of that. She was in The Last Jedi. Remember that? Oh yeah. She was, she was fun in that. She had, she she had, had cool pink hair. Suicide bomb there. Yeah, it was cool. Um, yeah. you know, Twin Peaks, Wild at Heart. Uh, I think I like her a lot. I do like her a lot, but I think Jim Carrey is the, is the yeah, right choice. I think so. Big Little Lies, which is a fun show. Check that out. Did you see Downsizing? No. Okay, she's in that. Wouldn't uh, dream of it. Yeah. Okay, Jim Carrey moves on. All right, the five seed Robin Williams versus the twelve seed Gwyneth Paltrow. Um, do you have anything to say on Gwyneth's behalf? Mm, no. Okay. Goop sucks. Robin Williams, baby. Woohoo! Um, Gwyneth Paltrow is uh, fun and Glee. Okay. She on. is fun and Glee. I will give her that. She is fun and Glee. Her name's like Holly hot well it's like a really weird name so holly something so i remember she does singing in the rain i remember and umbrella is that where that mix comes from Probably. the one that tom holland dances to uh oh i don't think so i think that was just a it's like the inspiration of it though probably right probably, maybe i don't know i don't know the timeline of that and i won't outro walk so tom holland could run baby true people forget all right robin williams you move on i'm sure we'll talk about you more coming up Four seed Jennifer Lawrence versus 13 seed Rachel McAdams. Could be a tough matchup here. What do you think? This is a tough one. I think Jennifer Lawrence has had more of a consistent presence, especially in like the past 10 years, probably. Even though I think she's definitely slowed down a little bit. Um, she got a baby Mc- and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Rachel McAdams is in some of my favorite stuff, though. But I, I think Jennifer Lawrence feels like the clear standout between the two. Yeah, I think so too. She's back this year. She was in Causeway, which Brian Tyree Henry got nominated yeah, for. So don't look up and yeah, she's been in a couple of stuff lately. Yeah, but... she's she's on the come up again. But yeah, I do love Rachel McAdams too, who got out of the bubble of just being like the rom com queen for a while. And she's so good in the rom coms though, too. I know. She but now she gets to do more fun, serious stuff, which is fun too. So good for her. Sweet. We love Rachel McAdams. Um, Doctor Strange, remember that? Okay. I do. How could I forget? Go to hell. Okay. Um <laughs> Number six, Helen Mirren versus the 11 seed, Kirsten Dunst, which is, I think, a uh, a favorite here on the pod, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. I like I like Kirsten Dunst. I think I she's too. had she's had some good stuff. She's in the Raimi trilogy. Mm-hmm. You know, she's she's in Eternal Sunshine, which is one of my favorite movies. True. She's Helen in Mirren, Power of the Dog. Helen Mirren's about to be in Shazam, Fury of the Gods. That's true. Um, she's. I'm the... personally not as attached to Helen Mirren. I will go Nor Kirsten Dunst. Yeah, but if I'm you a... want to go, no, I'm going to go Kirsten Dunst. But I just thought I would mention that she's also in the Fast trilogy or saga, so Ooh, you'll see her baby, soon. Let's go. Um, she plays Dom's mom, I believe. Is cool. What that is, which is weird yeah, now because I think Rita Marino. No, she plays Jason Statham's mom. That's what it is. Spoilers uh, for you. Sorry uh, if it, if I'm ruining things for you. I'm not. Um. <laughs> You know she's a she's a Oscar winner for the Queen, bunch of bunch of stuff. So, very respected actress. But 
not as respected as Kirsten Dunst. Am I right? So the 11 seed moves on. I love it. All right. Uh, three seed Harrison Ford versus 14 seed Jonah Hill. What do you think? I'm going to go Harrison Ford. It's an obvious safe choice. However, Jonah Hill is also one of those actors where anytime I'm hearing that he's like going to be in something, I'm so intrigued because I think he has completely reshaped his career yep. in a Not way that the, is so the interesting. Yeah. yeah. Like just like, I mean, just watch like the 40 year old virgin. You'll see like one of his like earliest performances and mm-hmm. it's really funny. And it's just like, now he's in Scorsese movies. Like this, this kid has really like worked his ass off in this industry, and and I, I just respect him. He, he's a cool dude. It's awesome. Similar vein of Sandler, like when he's in dramatic stuff, totally. you just really lo- are excited to see it. So, and he's good, and he's a director in his own right now too. So mm-hmm. good for him. But yeah, Harrison Ford. I mean, I can't be hard pressed to beat him in this tourney. But we'll mm-hmm. see when we get there. All right. Seven seed Morgan Freeman versus 10 seed Ryan Gosling. The haters will say Ryan Gosling's probably ranked too low. Um, I, I'm haters. It's me. Okay. Then, then go for it. Well, uh, you, I think, like, oh, go on. Are you going to argue? Are you going to argue for I, Gosling? I'm in the, I'm in the pro Ryan, Ryan Gosling party. I think mm-hmm. I, th- he's just like so charming and likable between like you have, um, uh, remember the Titans, like his small role in that being really fun yeah. to, to, of course, him in La La Land. But I think between he has a couple movies on our list. We did La La Land like this past week yep. in our RCR top 100, not this past week, but a little bit ago in our top mm-hmm. top 100. He's in Blade Runner 2049 and he's giving like a super fun performance in that, too. But I think one of my favorite performances of his is Nice Guys, where he is just like the mm-hmm. funniest like little freaky creep and I, I like him. He's super fun and uh yeah, he can do a good detective story. So I think I think I'm gonna pick Ryan Gosling. I'm really excited for Barbie. Morgan Freeman is sure. iconic. He was God for me growing up and he's he still got all me. my nature documentaries. Um Mar- March of the Penguins shout out. I, I saw it in theaters, baby. You know. Hell yeah, brother. But but yeah, I think I'm going Ryan Gosling for this. Yeah, this might be an upset as well because I think I think I, I I just have to throw respect on Morgan Freeman's name, obviously. And I think I hope Ryan Gosling doesn't become like this action. I like I hope he doesn't do gray man type movies for forever. Yeah. Um, like I want to see him in the more dramatic stuff. But um, but yeah, I love a lot of Morgan Freeman. I love Shawshank. You know, I love the Nolan trilogy. I love Bruce Almighty. He's God. So he's great. Um, but I think um, we'll throw some respect on the young the young guns name, and we'll go Gosling here. Very nice. All right, let's go to two seed Kate Blanchett versus the fifteen seed Jamie Fox. What do you think? This is Buzzer maybe meter? going to be. I, I'm going Jamie Fox for sure. Okay, I'm going I, Kate I just, Blanchett for sure. So this that's is great. fair. I just really fucking love Jamie Foxx. He's great. Anytime, he's so charismatic. He is truly one of the most talented dudes in Hollywood. I would say like he is a great actor. He can sing really, really well. I mean, like Ray and Django Unchained and even Baby Driver. He has like a very, very fun performance in that, too. I, mm-hmm. I really enjoy Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. He made a redemption. Totally. Came back. I, I'm an Electro Defender in the first uh appearance of his too so you know it is well, there you it go is. well cool um yeah i'm going Kate blanchett 
Um, I think she is one of the best actresses working right now. Um, she can do funny and dramatic. She probably is giving the best performance of her career this year. So she's still got it, I would say. Um, so we're going to do, we're going to buzzer beater here. Um, so the random number generator, one through 10, we are going number nine for Jamie Foxx. That corresponds to, uh, have you seen Jarhead? Do I need to pick a new one? No, I haven't seen Jarhead. Have you? I have. Um, he has a small a role one. in that one. Okay. Uh, new one. Uh, have you seen the number six movie on the list, which is, have you seen Collateral? Nope. All right. <laughs> fuck, just, fuck. Some, some jizz. You're making a great case here. I know. Um, if I haven't seen the third one, just call it. He is great in Collateral. We'll say that. Um, okay. And then, uh, okay. The number one movie you have seen. It's Spider-Man No Way Home. I have seen that. Okay. And for Kate uh, Blanchett's second movie, that corresponds to, oh, interesting, Thor Ragnarok. Okay. Personally, I do like No Way Home better than Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Um, I think Ragnarok is kind of overrated. And I think her, I, I don't know, I guess her performance in it is like fine. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. What do you think? I think her performance in it is fine. Also, I like the movie. Um, man, I mean, I do like No Way Home more. So, I mean, I guess this is here's the thing: the fact that it took me three tries just to get to one, I feel like should instantly disqualify my my claim to Jamie Fox. So, I'll give it Fair. to Kate Blanchett if you, if you feel. Well, let me also just say, um, if we went to like awards, Jamie Fox has an Oscar also, mm-hmm. and Kate Blanchett has two Oscars, so it would yeah. It's hey, let's so, do, let's do Kate Blanchett. Let's do uh, Kate Blanchett. All due respect to Jamie Fox, though, I do love him a lot. Also, and I hope to He's see fun. more more of him. Also, Lord of the Rings; those are fun movies. Okay, um, Kate Blanchett moves on in a thrilling. For a second, I thought you were saying Jamie Fox was in Lord of the Rings, and I was just trying to rack my brain. Yeah, he played uh, Gandalf, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, It was yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. All right, um, let's go to the one seed, Meryl Streep, versus the 16 seed, Uma Thurman. I think this one is a clear winner, but you can, do you want to talk about Uma Thurman? Mm, yeah, she's good. Kill Bill, yeah. you know, yeah. solid. Poison Ivy, Kill Bill? Yeah, she is She is Poison Ivy. That is definitely an attempt mm-hmm. uh not a fan of that movie uh yeah i think meryl streep is the obvious answer star of the prom <laughs> true yep and <laughs> into the woods she uh-huh. loves hanging out with james gordon i think mama mia mama mia too yeah hey, those are good those yeah. are, i haven't seen the I'm second just, one but the first I'm just, one I'm just listing all these musicals um wonderful she's fun i like her. Rick, ricky and the flash anyway um uma thurman mother of maya hawk and we'll move on on that so there you go all right Eight seed Willem Dafoe, nine seed George Clooney. This think, is a very fun matchup. Yes, I. Th- I mean, I think I know where we're going with it because it's you and I. It's Dafoe, uh, right? Yeah. I mean, George Clooney is like suave and like sexy, classic Hollywood. Uh, he's in Spy Kids, which I did watch this week. <laughs> um, Willem Dafoe, though, is just like the creepiest, like grandpa you've ever seen in your life he's great he's and an amazing character actor it's so fun i i yeah defoe seems like the obvious standout he's on he's on a ton of our lists i think for the rcr top 100 so 
Go yes. shout him out. Yes. Uh, yeah. Clooney is great. Has been a great movie star for he's 60 years old or 60 plus still looks great. Uh, but Willem Dafoe is just really fun and willing to take any creepy part. And he's just so fun. And inside yeah. comes out this weekend, which is just him, like basically doing Shout out. just him, like his, his own castaway per se. So it should be fun to watch. Always love to watch him cook. Defoe moves on. Five seed, Sarsha Ronan versus the 12 seed, Susan Sarandon. Um, I think this, this is, is a fun one. matchup. It's fun, but I think it's, uh, I mean, I think it's the young buck for me. Yeah. As much as I love Rocky Horror Picture Show, I think Lady Bird will, I'm not going to say stand the test of time because obviously Rocky Horror stood the test of time. <laughs> um but yeah, I just love Saoirse Ronan. I think she has immense star power. And, mm-hmm. and you know, see how they run? Kind of flopped a little bit. I, I enjoyed it. She's very funny in that. Yeah, um, I like her in that. But, but yeah, I kind of, I want to see where she goes. I'm excited for her. Yeah, I think we're getting a, her in a, uh, like a Steve McQueen, Stephen McQueen movie, World cool. War II movie, either early next year or later this year. Should be fun. So Saoirse moves on. All right. Uh, four seed Robert De Niro versus 13 seed Matthew McConaughey. Quentin, I'm sorry if you're listening. Um, yeah. I mean, it's got to be De Niro. Yeah, I think you're right. But and I this love pains the McConaughey. Yeah, and, yeah, I haven't seen a ton of De Niro's like classic stuff because I don't know. I haven't seen a ton of Scorsese. Mm-hmm. Um, and Matthew McConaughey is in maybe one of my favorite uh, Nolan movies with. Of course, True. Interstellar. Mm-hmm. But I think De Niro is just the obvious. Like, I think so too. But sadly. we did do a whole episode on Matthew McConaughey. Go it's check very that good. out. It's uh, very fun. In his honor, go check that out. Um, wonderful. Six. <laughs> oh, this is a really chaotic. Oh, no. <laughs> Six seed Tom Cruise versus 11 seed Nicolas Cage. Maybe two of the wildest people oh, in Hollywood. No. Um, Maybe. What do you think? We did an episode on Nick Cage with Brian. Um, haven't done Nick anything Cage. on Tom Cruise, but we could. We did Top Gun Maverick, which was a big Top Gun Maverick. It's fucking good. Yeah. Um, this pains me to say because I think after for the prep for the Nicolas Cage episode, I think I his 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 shtick like clicked for me, and it's like I see the appeal. Yeah, and I I'm kind of on board. Mm-hmm. Um, last year I saw his unbearable weight of a massive talent movie on my birthday, yep. which was super fun. Fun little romp. And face off is maybe the most what the fuck movie in like the best <laughs> way possible. But Tom Cruise jumps off of like helicopters. <laughs> and like Nicolas Cage would probably try that, but I don't know if he would live to tell the tale. True. Because yeah, he does have pig though too. He's been doing a lot of good stuff lately, but I think Tom Cruise has also had a a recent. I don't know. I don't want to say like a recent like uh, resurgence, but I feel like he's like really in the zeitgeist right now. He saved movies. He saved movies. Steven Spielberg totally right. told him so. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, and yeah, I think they're both kind of having a a, a resurgence per se. Mm-hmm. I mean, not to say that Cruise had, had gone anywhere, like you said, because he just makes Mission Impossible movies now. Yeah. Um, he's like really he's got a stranglehold on us right now we're just yes kinda... he does and i'm fine to be held by him longer but uh but yeah nick cage is doing great stuff renfield looks fun coming out later it this does year. look fun yeah um so we'll get to see more of him so and go listen to our nick cage episode because we hype him up a lot there as well totally all right yeah tom cruise you're moving on 
Cruise, baby. All right. Three, Amy Adams versus 14, Michelle Pfeiffer. Lois Lane versus Catwoman, Jackson. What do you, what do you think? Oh, terrible. A terrible Lois Lane, too. <laughs> awesome. Oh, man. Um, Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman mm-hmm. as a child for me. I was like, oh, man, this, yeah, is, this is a great shit. movie. And then Christopher Walken, I was like, all right, this is cool. This is even cooler now. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> no, that was great. That was a great um, for Batman Returns. I love it. I love Batman Returns. Danny DeVito, man. Oh, he's not on the list. Which I is know shame, he but... should be. Um, Amy Adams feels like the right call here. As as classic as Michelle Pfeiffer is, mm-hmm. Amy I Adams. Just... Like, she's been on like a weird down spiral as far as like the project she's been choosing. Though. Yeah, she needs a win because she did the Dear Evan Hansen movie. She did that Woman in the Window. She uh... did the Cajun thing oh uh, like, yeah she did hillbilly elegy yeah yep. it, maybe it wasn't cajun but <laughs> well she was i think it was kentucky but yeah. she got nominated for an oscar for that i mean that was the covid year which was just tough but yeah but yeah for those um she, she's great historically the oscars disagree because they haven't rewarded her but i think she is doing some good stuff she's gonna get yeah. it eventually they'll be in its time oscar at some point i'm but, i'm just yeah she needs she needs to win us back for sure i does. i don't think I think the last good performance was her. Was that the most recent one or was uh, Arrival Arrival? more recent? Might have been the same. Uh, Arrival might have been most recent. Is that the last best thing we saw her in? Wow. I think think so. Let me take a quick. Yeah, because then she was doing her Justice League stuff. Yeah. um, I'm just just for our reference. I'm just taking a peek here. Yeah. was uh, the new Disenchanted? Was that good? Oh yeah. Um, she was fine, and it was fine. Um, okay. Yeah, I think you're right. Arrival and uh, uh yeah. oh, Vice, I guess you know, 2018. Okay. okay. She was good in, but but yeah, man, it's been uh, she was in the Muppets movie. Remember that? That's a that is a great movie. So true. I picked that on our bunker episode that we did. Yeah, you did. Great episode. Great, great film. All right. Um, yeah, Amy ahead, Adams man. moving on, but we're a little hesitant on you. <laughs> um, okay, seven Walking Phoenix first ten Sigourney Weaver, which is fun. Um, I I know where I'm going, but what are you saying? I assume you're going Walking Phoenix. Yeah, but yeah, I do love Sigourney Weaver, and she's great at playing twelve year old kids. Hey, she's good in a lot of stuff. Okay. She is, man. Ghostbusters, Gorillas in the Mist. Aliens, aliens, alien. Yeah, I mean, aliens is just the best one. Holes, shout out to Corbin, by the way. He loves holes. Dude, shout out holes. We great once film. quoted holes for like an hour straight. As we, we should. It. It's, it's great. a great. It's a great movie. Um, I I think if this went to buzzer beater, this could be a really tough, unfortunate matchup for Walking Phoenix somehow, just because she's in so many classics. True, but I think that uh you got to give it to Joaquin I think he's just had like a better a better couple years yeah and he does like he's in his prime he is in his prime I think which is what weird to say um because I thought his prime was 10 years ago but he's nope. still going he's, he's gonna be in this I think R- his strongest performances have been like her and Joker yeah and stuff um we'll see him in Disappointment Boulevard later this yep. year which will be mm-hmm. fun um so yeah I think he's in it and we're gonna see him in Joker too next year so That'll be fun as well. Yeah. So yeah, Lady Gaga not on the list. Okay. Um, two seed Francis McDormand and the fifteen seed Angela Bassett. Is she doing the thing, Jackson? 
Angela Bassett did the thing. Um, I hated that. Yeah, no, I like Angela Bassett. I I do not know enough of her movies to confidently say like how good she is. I know she's really good in the stuff I've seen her. Francis mm-hmm. Francis McDormand though is like just an icon. She is, and she's won three Oscars, and she's yeah. just great. She's amazing. She's I mean, really good. She's going strong. So yeah, I agree. I mean, I've seen Angela Bassett in a few more things. I saw her play Tina Turner. She was great as that, but McDormand's just done more. So yeah, Angela Bassett on. could maybe get an Oscar this week, though. I, th- I think it might happen. Maybe if we're we'll we'll check in next week and see if that happened. But we'll see. I if think Steam is going down for her. Because who's it, who's it between right now? It's between her and uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, maybe. Is um, she the front runner between those two? Because I think that's a mistake. I mean, it's either that. I, I would like it to be Carrie Condon for Banshees. Um, I do too. I think she personally. I think she is my favorite one. But out of yeah, those, it's Curtis, um, Stephanie Sue, Angela Bassett. I um, yeah, Carrie Condon. I, I can't really, think of the fifth one, which is probably means they're not going to win it. Uh, it's the is that not the controversial one? No, she was the the actress. Never mind. Who's the controversial? Okay, whatever. I don't, I don't know. know. I, I can't think of it off the top of my head. We'll find out on Sunday. <laughs> Wonderful. Let's move on, Jackson. Um, we're into the next round. Nicholson versus Hathaway. Jack Hathaway. Nicholson versus Anne Hathaway. I mean Nicholson. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. But as we said, we love Anne Hathaway and we don't hate her. So No, but... I I think I go out of my way to defend her, in fact. Yeah, I'm with you there. I will too. Um, okay. Except for two, this. Yeah. Two men we've done <laughs> episodes on. Uh, Will Smith and Tom <laughs> Hanks. Ooh. What do you think? I mean, lately, Will Smith has been putting out better movies. It's undeniable. That's true. That's true. Hanks has put out more, I would say, movies. In, Which in is recent. weird because usually it would be the other way around. Yeah, because he's like put out like movies on Apple and streamers and like... Yeah, but I, for me, it's still Hanks. But if it's Smith, we can go to a buzzer beat. No, it's Hanks. Who am I kidding? But like, I don't know. I I like Will Smith. But yeah, yeah it, but it, I do it, think like is is Hanks losing his fastball a little bit? Well, I don't know. I think he's got to find his footing of what he wants to to be. He should just retire. Honestly, I think oh, I think people uh, would be fine with that, right? I don't know. He could produce or he directed sure, him, two movies. Has he di- but, okay. Yeah, Larry Crown, which did not get. He directed that thing you do, I believe, which was people got liked, but then Larry Crown was apparently really, really bad. Haven't seen it. Stars him and Julia Roberts, but maybe I'll watch it someday. Mm. Um, cool. Hanks will move on to Sweet Sixteen. Exciting. Christian Bale versus Daniel Day Lewis. It's quite a battle. This is. Um, I have not seen enough Daniel Day Lewis to be an expert, so I think I will defer to you on this one. So whichever you think. Is oh the better? Gosh. I do think Christian Bale is really good, though. I do too, but I think Daniel Day Lewis is really good too, and I think they both are very transformative. I think, I think uh, it depends where you lie on like body transformation because Bale definitely did more, yeah, weight loss, weight gain. Day Lewis just kind of gets dope, really into it. Gets really into it. I think I might go Day Lewis here, but it's a really tough battle for me. Um, we can go to a buzz. If you're gonna go bail, we can go to a buzzer beater. You know what? Let's let's go to bail and do a buzzer beater. And if he loses, and we'll play the sound clip of him yelling at people on set. <laughs> oh, now I want him to lose. Okay. Um, 
Christian Bale random number generator. We are doing their eighth film, which is Ford v Ferrari, which is a fun movie. And Strong pick, honestly. Not that bad. Daniel Day Lewis, uh, his eighth film would be Oh, a room with a view, which I have not seen, which hurts his chances. Um well, man, are we gonna go bail? Bail, 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 bail. You know what? I love Dana Day Lewis, but I guess the fact that I haven't seen that movie hurts his chances. I'll use the same argument for Jamie Foxx um that we did there. So I'll go ahead and put bail through. Let's do it. Let's be brave and bold. <laughs> Um, but I love Lincoln, and I love There Will Be Blood, and we will be doing There Will Be Blood soon on an RCR. I'm excited for that. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, wonderful. Okay. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal versus Denzel Washington Jackson. What do you think? Again, I have not seen enough Denzel to really like. I appreciate him. I think he is like definitely one of the greats. I have just seen more really, really good Jake Gyllenhaal performances. However, mm-hmm. I will say the other day, I randomly, because I, I read Fences in college, but I never, because it's like a play. Mm-hmm. And so I, I read the script for it, or the whatever for it. And it was it was really good. And I never saw the movie, but I was like, I should check out some of the scenes. That dude is so good in that movie. Oh, my God. Yeah, um, right. Doesn't sound a good actor. You. Yeah. I Personally, I feel like Jake Gyllenhaal, but Denzel is obviously like, I mean, come on. I uh, I think for me, it's Denzel. I love Joe and Hall a lot. Does a lot of fun, zany things. And I just kind of like him also. Um, mm-hmm. But I think Washington is from, is my pick. But we can, do you want to go to a buzzer beater or do you want to? Let's defer? do it. Okay. Let's do it. All right. Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. He has a funny name. Okay. Um. Random number generator for him, his movies. We're going with the number one movie, Jackson. Uh, that doesn't really count, though. <laughs> what is it? It's Spider-Man No Way Home, but he's not really in that. So I'm just going to go to the second one, which is Spider-Man Far From Home. Okay. Terrible. Right? Not great. I mean, fun performance, but mm-hmm. bad movie. Should I pick another number since we don't want to? No, that's fine. Okay. We'll just do two. We'll just do two. Okay. And do the second one from Denzel. Denzel's second one. I think it's training day. I think that's literally what we just did. All right. Yeah, yeah that's fine. It, it's training to day. Denzel. Okay. <laughs> it's training day. Okay. Sorry, Joe. No, but you I'm are fun. Your best. You should watch ambulance Jackson and let me know what you think. Ambulance. Yes, of course. All right. Viola Davis, the one seed versus nine seed Matt Damon. What do you think? Is there an upset Bruin? Oh, I still. I feel more inclined to say Viola Davis. Okay. But oh. I'll go Matt Damon. It it makes more sense, I think. Yeah, I mean I think Viola Davis is a great actress, but I think there are just more things uh, and this this is you and I judging. I think Matt Damon has done more things that appeal to us that we like yeah. more and speaks to our our proclivities so but we do love viola davis very much by the way that was out, a tough one though it is check out fences jackson check out oh her yeah she's fences too, yeah. because tremendous stuff <laughs> i'll get back on youtube yep back to the fences you could just watch the movie nah <laughs> no, i could do that um we'll see 
Wonderful. Okay, Matt Damon moves on in the upset. Um, Emma Stone versus Julia Roberts. Wow, two amazing women. That's a good um, matchup. It's a great matchup. Um, man, I mean, easy for me personally, but I think it's. Uh, I'm probably overthinking it. I I think it's Emma Stone. Yeah, um, it is. for me as well. Um, I just love her a lot. I love Julia Roberts a lot too. Check out Julia Roberts rom coms. Man, she, she was and still is a very beautiful actress and great at what she does. Great stuff. Okay, Jackson. Charlize Theron versus Scarlett Johansson. Ooh. Yeah. This is a good matchup. I I think I'm more inclined to go Scarlett Johansson. I Same. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I feel too. good on that. Um yeah. Check out Charlize in Fast Ten. Okay. Uh seven seed Sandra Bullock, two seed Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, this also seems obvious as well. I think totally. DiCaprio. Sandra Bullock. Yep. Oh. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh um, speed two, cruise control. We can do we can do DiCaprio. I kinda want to make him do a buzzer beater every single time, but I won't do that. Oh, we might have one on the next one. So Okay. Well, he fun. can move on for now. Okay. All right, one seed Samuel L. Jackson, eight seed Jim Carrey. Ooh. It's tough. Um. Oh man. Can I throw my hot take in? Maybe. Yeah, I want to hear what you got to say. I want Jim Carrey. Okay. I think I was. Uh, maybe it's not a hot take. Maybe it's not. He's in like. Jackson's definitely done more. That's for sure. He likes to be in every single movie, despite yeah. the the role <laughs> or the the uh, you know the 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 goodness of the project. You're right. I, I I'll go Jim Carrey. I'll go Jim Carrey. He's on a Cinderella run, baby. Um, Robin Williams versus Jennifer Lawrence. See, I am almost inclined to pick Robin Williams just because I want to see the matchup. That oh, is true. Robin Williams. True. Jennifer Lawrence is so good, though. Yeah, she is. Uh, so was Robin Williams. Jennifer Lawrence was kind of like, I feel like for a second she was like the Emma Stone for a moment. Like she, everyone's like, oh, she's so relatable. Like remember when she tripped up the stairs to get the Oscar? Ugh, me. Yeah. So relatable. Everyone loved it. She did lead a couple franchises. Mm-hmm. X-Men, Hunger Games. Robin Williams could have done that, but the Batman screwed him over. <laughs> That's true. I mean, he's a genie, though. It's got to be Robin Williams, right? Yeah, it always comes back to, oh, he was a genie, though. He was a genie, though. <laughs> oh, man, can you imagine? There's so if we many get... impressions of other people in this bracket. Like, how do you not True. How do you not give it to him? Can you imagine when we get to the, the finals that would have been Will Smith and Robin Williams? <laughs> genie versus genie. Genie versus genie. <laughs> Love it. Oh man. Okay. Kirsten Dunst versus Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. Sorry. Sorry, Kirsten. Ford, iconic. He's gonna make a good run here. All right. Ryan Gosling versus Kate Blanchett. This may be the I, toughest matchup for me. I think it's Ryan Gosling. She's great. She's really great. She is really great. Uh, Ryan Gosling is just like that dude, though. He do be that dude right now, huh? I'm sending it to a buzzer beater, Jackson. Let's do a buzzer beater. It's the only Let's... thing that's fair. Kate Blanchett. Um, should I expand from one to ten or keep one to ten still? Do we need to broaden our horizons? No, that's good. Okay, cool. 
number nine for Kate Blanchett. That is Hot Fuzz. Oh, that's a fun movie. I'm trying. Who is she in Hot Fuzz? I can't really remember. <laughs> actually, we're judging the movie though. That's okay. That's true. Like, where She's is Hot Fuzz? I guess. Well, is I'm she actually... the, is she the girl that's like making all the like sex no. jokes? I'm is looking at I'm looking at the cast on Letterbox. She's not even like you have to click show all to even see more. Like she's in the bottom. She's is this like, like not... when she was in Pinocchio, but like as the monkey? Where is she even credit? Uh she plays Janine uncredited. So does Who that is that? I don't know. Like, if she's she... uncredited, maybe we should pick a new, a new Okay, movie. I'll pick an I'll pick Hot a fuzz new. though. Fantastic. I'll pick a new number. Um number three, which is Fellowship of the Ring. And then for uh who are we doing? Help me. I'm Ryan Gosling. Thank you. Uh the number three movie for Ryan Gosling is oh, have you seen Drive? No, that's like the one Ryan Gosling that I haven't seen. Okay, let's let's uh let's we go can do to Drive. Okay. Well it's good. Well, we can bump to number two for each Which of is? them. Number two for him is Blade Runner. 2049 great movie and then for her it's thor ragnarok again see blade runner is obviously better i feel like we should honor the first matchup which since i didn't see it i feel like maybe you should move Kate blanchard up okay i'll agree because lord of the rings because I, mean, I guess on. i guess that's the rule we have been sticking with for all of these yeah. matchups okay come all on. right we'll do blanchett all right Meryl Streep versus Willem Dafoe, which I think is an actually really hard matchup. This is actually a really tough one. Um, Meryl Streep is the all-time winningest or nominated actress, the Academy yeah. Awards. But Willem Dafoe is Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe is like if you took a lizard off of the street and like turned him <laughs> into a human, which is like the best compliment I could give Willem Dafoe. And that is Willem Dafoe. And also, we need to keep in mind, like this is our bracket like people, oh totally. like the obvious choice would be meryl streep but you and i love willem dafoe i love willem our dafoe. hall of fame so i think <laughs> i'm going dafoe i'm sorry but i am too but sorry, meryl, meryl streep is amazing and not for just the musicals <laughs> that we listed earlier she's also in other things uh kramer vs kramer deer hunter iron lady all good stuff okay dafoe moves to the sweet 16 a lot of cinderella stories happening Sersha Ronan versus Robert De Niro. Since Pen- you prefaced it with this is ours, I've got to go Sersha then. That's I fair. have to. I'm going De Niro, so we'll send okay. it to we'll <laughs> we'll send it to uh uh buzzer beater, which is gonna be fun. Um our random number generator this time will be number two, which corresponds to <laughs> you guessed it, Lady Bird. Let's go. Huge. Big for you. And Robert De Niro's number two film is Taxi Driver. I mean, wow. It's just um, a ripoff of Joker. Am I right? <laughs> You're so right. Man. <laughs> I I still feel inclined to say Lady Bird. Um, but now, now, hold on, Jackson, because so I have given Lady Bird and Taxi Driver five stars uh-huh so i'm going to my list to see oh i like this okay to Where'd see just it? just which one i like more that's um, fun ladybird jackson uh-huh i have ranked 
118. Okay. And taxi driver. Ooh, 15. What? Okay. Wow. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. enough. We'll move them up. But can I just say, Sersha Ronan will probably be in our Hall of Fame someday also. Oh, she's great. Because she better be. Um, Okay. Wonderful. Big battle there. That was fun. Um, Tom Cruise versus Amy Adams. Um, I think just because we've been or on the fence to begin with with Amy Adams that I think Cruise goes through. What do you think? Yeah, I think I think you're right. Cruise with a blowout, perhaps. Okay. Joaquin Phoenix versus Francis McDormand. This is actually an easy one for me, and I'm going Francis McDormand. Oh, good. Okay. I'm glad we're on the same page because yeah. I, I also super easy. I'm also going Franny. Joaquin is great, but it's Francis McDormand. Fargo. 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 Okay. Oh, great stuff. All right. We're on the Sweet 16, Jackson. Woohoo. Fun. Jack Nicholson versus Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> I I know that I'm going to go Jack Nicholson for this. Yeah. Um, You are definitely the Tom Hanks guy. Yeah. I could see either one. Like, I would be fine with either one of these going through. So we're going to have to definitely go to a buzzer beater. Okay. Let's do it. Um, so Tom Hanks. Um, we're going to do random number generator. Tom Hanks, is, we're doing the number four movie. Oh no. What is it? Elvis. <laughs> yes. Oh, Terrible no. performance. By oh him. no. Okay. Oh no. All right. And Jack. Anchor Nicholson. management. Anchor management. Come on. How, how is Elvis the fourth? I don't, why is that? That's all right. Well, Nichols is moving on because it's Chinatown. Woo. All right, Nicholson is the Forget only it, Jake. It's Cloud Town. Shout out inside out. Yeah, baby. Nicholson, the only one seed remaining, still going on. All right. Christian Bale versus Denzel. Um, this one's actually easy for me, and I think I'm going Christian Bale. I am I such a I don't want to be a Denzel hater, but I, I am also going Christian Bale. No, you'll just, you know, there's some fun Denzel performances you just gotta check out, which is fun. And I think to say that just you've seen more Christian Bale than Washington says a lot too about yeah. his status with us. Okay. Matt Damon versus Emma Stone. I think um, I'm going Emma Stone. I think I'm going Emma Stone also. <laughs> this is a great run for Emma this Stone. Was, it was tough in my head. The battle was very well fought. Well, uh, I'm glad. For the listeners, didn't seem like that. but uh... <laughs> You contemplated it. I could tell. Yeah. Okay, wonderful. She's on to the Elite Eight. Um, Scarlett Johansson versus Leonardo DiCaprio. Jackson. Ooh. You're thinking about it. I know where I'm Sounds, going, but you could think about it. I feel it. like you're going DiCaprio. He has been fun lately. He's been picking some really weird, non-suave roles for him, which I do like. I think it's fun because he's starting to like take like the... Uh, like the secondary character role. Cause I think you can yeah. argue in once upon a time that he is the supporting actor and Brad Pitt is kind mm. of the lead. Yeah. Um, and he's re I don't really like that movie very much, but he's very good in that movie. Yeah. He's amazing. And I think in killers of the flower moon, I think he's kind of not playing a lead role. Also the mm. Scorsese movie that's coming out. Okay. Um, so I don't know. What do you, what do you think? Did you make an argument for Scar Joe in your head there? I do. I really like her, but you know what? I, I think DiCaprio 
as much hate as I've I've given him. You know what? No. Buzzer, buzzer beater. beater. Buzzer Let's do a beater. buzzer beater. He deserves another buzzer beater at least. Love it. All right. And Scarjo, she got she got screwed over in our original. I think she deserves some overtime. All right. Scarlett Johansson. We are doing the random number generator. That is number three movie, which is this is good for her. It's her. Oh, underrated uh-huh. performance. This movie alone, in my opinion, is why I think there should be a voice acting slash motion capture Oscar category. Yeah. It is so hard to do what she did without being like physically there, like mm-hmm. to, to act off of and true for walking Phoenix. too. like, that's, it's such a hard feat. Um, yeah, I, I really like her in that. And the number three movie for DiCaprio is the Wolf of wall street. I think I like her more than Wolf of wall street. If I'm being honest. Dang. I don't know, actually. Okay, it's because I've given both of those movies five stars. So now right, I'm going, going to my list. I'll defer to this. I'll yeah, we'll we'll see. Um Wolf of Wall Street is nine. Okay. Um, so her nine is, of all time. I love that movie. Wow. But her Jackson is at 83. So it's up there too. Her's great. Her is great. Man, Scarjo is great. Should we just put her in our Hall of Fame when it's all said? No, she has to earn it. You're true. Can she come back? Crush your chances. Well, Ah. we'll have to give her some honorary lifetime achievement thing. Everyone will see it. It's time award. Yeah. That's all right. I'm I'm because of you. Hey, Philip Seymour Hoffman, I'm not mad about it. All right. Okay. All right. Jim Carrey versus Robin Williams. Here we are. It's not your fault. Um oh man. I think I am gonna give it to Robin Williams. Oh man, actually I don't know. It's so tough. Cause oh my gosh. Are we gonna have to oh do we have to do buzzer beater from? Let's do a buzzer beater for this. This is man. too close to call between dead poets and goodwill hunting versus like Truman Show and Eternal Truman Sunshine. Show and Eternal Sunshine. Like that is a toss up. I think it really oh. just depends on what you're in the mood for. Surely. Okay, we're doing the number six Robin Bird Williams Cage movie. Is really fun too. Uh, okay, well, uh, we can't really do that. Have you seen AI? Nope. Robin Williams. That's the sixth movie. So we're gonna see if. So I guess I have seen AI, but I guess we're just going to see if Jim Carrey's. If either They've of us both has been in some stinkers. If Jim Carrey's sixth movie is one that either of us haven't seen, then we have to divert to i guess awards um but the sixth one for jim carrey is bruce almighty classic i mean i think i like it more than ai also so i think maybe jim carrey is moving on which is wild to say but i uh that's the way the cookie crumbles but jim carrey beats robin williams um go check out our robin williams episode as well as our jim carrey episode both great episodes yeah solid all right, Harrison Ford versus Kate Blanchett. I think this might be the end of the road for Blanchett. Yeah. Um, Harrison Ford is just a force to be reckoned with. Um, great actor as well as action star, been in some of the best movies ever. Harrison Ford. Willem Dafoe versus Robert De Niro. I know who it is for me. I think it's Dafoe. I think it is too. <laughs> what, Defoe, what is it about him he's just got something about him man he's just i think he has just this characteristic about him where you just can't take your eyes off him 
Like he's just always doing some weird shit, which is why I'm so excited for this inside movie where it's just him for like an hour and 45 minutes. It's great. Willem Dafoe into the Elite Eight. Tom Cruise versus Francis McDormand. Two very different actors. I'm still team Francis McDormand on this. I think I am as well. Um, Yeah. She's delightful. She's great. Tom Cruise, also great. Amazing. Saved movies. Is really funny. Big action star. Frances McDormand, I just think, is a consummate actor of our time. And she's mm-hmm. great. Okay, we're on to the Elite Eight. We're determining the final four. Jack Nicholson versus Christian Bale. Ooh. Oh, Batman versus Joker. Yes, sir. I want this to go to a buzzer beater personally. Me too. I could go either way with this. Let's go to buzzer beater. Let's take number. Yeah, it was. Oh, man, we're doing their number 10 movie. Okay. Ooh, okay. So this could be one that, like, you know, you and I haven't seen, which could hurt. Um. Yes, Jack Nicholson's number 10 movie is The Witches of Eastwick, which I have nope. not seen. I have not seen that either. Uh-oh. Christian Bale's 10th movie. Christian Bale. His 10th most popular movie is Vice. Did you see Vice? I didn't. I'm sure you did, though. I did see Vice. All right. Oh, that automatically does it. Vice. Christian Bale. Dick Cheney. Moves on. Congrats. Christian Sorry, Bale's Jackie on our final boy. four. Sorry, Jack. It's Chinatown. All right. Emma Stone versus Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> I mean, I know where you're going. <laughs> I mean... It's and, I know, and I know where I'm going. Where are you going? Which DiCaprio. is Di- DiCaprio. So we're just doing more buzzer beaters, baby. He's got to earn it, okay? I'm, I get I'm it. fine with him earning it. I do yeah. like DiCaprio. I do He's too, just... but I also love Emma Stone. So yeah. I'm happy either way here. We are going with number two. Did we just do number two? No, we didn't. Okay. Uh, number two for DiCaprio is Wolf of Wall Street. Okay. Oh, no, I, I lied. It's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay. Wolf, Wolf was number three. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, number two. Emma Stone's number two. Oh, it's Birdman. Hmm. Hmm. I've only seen Birdman once. I've only seen both of them once. Mm-hmm. Well, I saw Birdman when I was younger. I think I saw it like the year 2014. Out, right. So I, I don't think I was like big on it at the time. It's a cool premise for a movie. Mm hmm. And it and it is kind of this meta commentary on like Hollywood and like of course you have Michael Keaton playing this guy who used to play essentially Batman, trying to find this like world and and like the plays and, and stuff like that. And I think that is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Do I like what's Hollywood more? I think Birdman has more to say. But I don't necessarily know if that's like a better movie per se. I assume you like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood better. Well, I need to tell you which you need to tell me which movie you liked better because then this and then I can tell you. I, I think I like I think I like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood better. I think. Jackson, I liked Birdman more. <laughs> like So we're going into double overtime. We're going into double overtime, which Shirley's wait. Well, so this is tough. Also. They're tied there too, aren't they? They're they're tied for Oscars, yes. Um, so, so then, then what I, do we defer to nominations? I guess you go to nominations, which DiCaprio, which is DiCaprio. Would win. yeah, but this is the most intense battle that's ever happened. Man. 
but yeah, I don't know. We I I should go rewatch Birdman. I want to um, revisit that too, actually. But I do love Once Upon a Time. They're they're very close in terms of where I have them. Like Once Upon a Time is one twelve, and then Birdman was eighty two for me. Mm. It's on my list, but they're both great. I love them both. Okay, um, on to the other side. Jim Carrey versus Harrison Ford. I, ooh, I'm gonna go Jim Carrey, and I feel bad about doing that. Well, because I, Harrison Ford is so. We haven't really talked about Harrison Ford much. No, we haven't. Time. We just kept sending him through. Um, <laughs> I mean, he's in Star Wars, Blade Runner, Indiana Jones. He, he definitely has the more iconic characters. Oh, I know it might be up there because you know it's he Ace Ventura, The Grinch. I mean, like, let's be real. Those don't hold a candle. Well, yeah. I mean, in terms of cinema. You as know, far as personal per preference, like the movies that I really love from Jim Carrey, I definitely put over the movies that I really love from Harrison Ford. But I think Harrison Ford is the obvious logical choice here. I, well, I was going to go forward also. Yeah. Let's go forward. That okay. makes sense. That feels right. Once again, check out our Jim Carrey episode. <laughs> let's plug I, that one again. Yeah. Why not? Check that out. By the way, okay, Willem Dafoe versus Francis McDormand. This is where I think I pick Francis Francis McDormand over Willem Dafoe. I think. I think I might agree with you, but can we go to a buzzer beater? Let's go to a buzzer beater. Okay, we got to make sure. We haven't had a buzzer beater for these two yet, so for either of these two, so Francis McDormand. We're going to do number five, which corresponds in Francis McDormand's to three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Did you I see love that? three billboards. I okay. fucking love three billboards. Wonderful start. Willem Dafoe's fifth film. This could be a toss-up because Superman, superheroes. Oh, no. Jackson, I just want to watch you stew about this. Okay. Fantastic Mr. Fox. Oh, no. <laughs> Ooh. Oh. Which of those do you like more? Fantastic Mr. Fox or three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri? <laughs> um, I'm so, I'm so here's sorry. what's tough. I think what I really like about three billboards is that it's like mostly Francis McDormand. Like, like Sam Rockwell too, ass. though, right? I love Sam Rockwell in it. The, he's be, being a terrible, terrible human, but the shot the one shot they do set to this one song that I really love where they th- throw um, the dude. Uh, it's Havoc, right? Or not Havoc. It's a. Uh, um, oh, um, Caleb Landry Jones. And she, yeah, it's Caleb Landry Jones. They throw yeah. him out the window. That whole sh- scene is like this really cool one shot that I really, really appreciate and watch mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. Um, I don't know why, but I, I really love that scene. Willem Dafoe in fantastic mr fox is not as integral it's true but i do like that movie more if only slightly so well here's so so here's the thing i like three billboards more okay i'll give it to three three billboards oh well uh, either way if we went to a war it would go to the oscars yeah mcdormand would win yeah so that was a tough battle though that was a good one I like to see you stew. By the way, three billboards directed by Martin McDonough, Banshees of Inisherin. Great director. All right. Great director. Jackson, final four. Christian Bale, Leonardo DiCaprio, 
Harrison Ford and Francis McDormand. <laughs> One of these things is not like the other in the best Chris- way. Yes. Christian Bale versus Leonardo DiCaprio. What do you think? This is really interesting because I feel like this is kind of like two film bros. Yeah, definitely. Like going up against each other. You got your American Psychos versus your Wolf of Wall Streets. And I fucking love American Psycho. Yeah, you do. That view. I do too. That episode that we did was so much fun. I love that movie. It's great. And that was my first time watching it. And I was so shocked at how much I loved it. I think I got to go Christian Bale just thinking about that performance, even though like we're not doing the the tiebreaker yet. But yeah, I think that feels right to me. I think it also, I think it, yeah, I think it does too. I think I'm going to go Bale, but just for fun, I think I want to do a tiebreaker. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to end up in Christian Bale's camp, but um, we'll see. Random number generator is number nine. Uh Or, oh, wait, did we just do that? No, we didn't. No. Uh, Number nine for Christian Bale is American Hustle. Did you see American Hustle? I did see American Hustle. Okay. That was the first rated R movie I ever saw in theaters. Oh, look at you. Legally? Illegally, yeah. Nice. Well, I don't know. My mom bought the ticket for me, and they they just let me in. They were like, all right, yeah, cool. And then she went and saw something else. Uh, Versus The Revenant. And I like American Hustle more. Yeah. I think. Yep. All right, well, DiCaprio, uh, Corbin, if you're listening, sorry. Sorry, uh, buddy. But Christian Bale is moving on. And finally, Jackson, Harrison Ford versus Francis McDormand. Um, An interesting matchup. They're both kind of like the same type of person when you think they're, about they're, it. They're, they're off, off, off. You would think they're off-putting and grumpy on the outside. Yeah, they, the they kind of have this like curmudgeon... Yeah, like they don't like to do a lot of press. Yeah. You know? They just like to focus on their craft. That's very interesting because, yeah, Bale and DiCaprio are both very similar too in that in that aspect. So that is kind of some interesting. Mm. Do we like myst- we just like mysterious? We don't like people that we know a lot about. Is that what it boils down to? I think so. Myster- mysterious? I know too much about DiCaprio. And and of course, I feel like all we know about him, though, is that he just dates young women. I don't know anything about his. That's, anything. That is a terrible thing to know. Well, you I know. saw a stat board, Carter, mm-hmm. where like it looked at like it tracked whenever people would turn like 24, how he would dump them before like they turned 25 or like he, he's never dated someone over like 26, basically in like his last 15. Yeah. Very creepy. He's very old. This isn't about him right now though. We'll go to the true match. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I kind of want this to go to tiebreaker just to for fun. Be safe. Yeah. Let's do it. Fun. All right. Um, let's look at Harrison Ford's work. Uh, random number generator number six that corresponds to Blade Runner, who Blade Runner classic, yeah. Uh, and then Francis McDormand, number six, that is Nomadland. And I know you're not high on Nomadland. Oh, I lied. I'm sorry. Um, Harrison Ford's number six is Return of the Jedi, actually. Uh, his number five is Blade Runner. Francis McDormand's is six is Nomadland. You're going to have to remind me which one Return of the Jedi is. My brain is so mush on six. the Star Wars. That's the sixth one. Okay, okay, okay. After okay. Empire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's just um, so many now. I'm just like, which one? I, okay. That's true. I'll give you that. So um, Return of the Jedi versus Nomadland. Okay. I know you weren't big on Nomadland, right? If I remember correctly. 
Yeah, just... it was fine. I I think the cinematography of like Chloe Zhao did like a really good job. I just think and the acting was really cool, and I really liked how it was kind of like this approach of getting real life people to do all this real dialogue, and it felt very real in that sense. Yeah. Um, I don't really know if it was like saying a whole lot in a way that I cared about. Um, I thought it was like really intriguing, like to, to kind of show this like working class struggle of these people who have to literally migrate to like be able to survive the seasons and like work these Amazon jobs and stuff. But it, it painted it in like almost like a positive light that like this is like I don't know like it. I don't, the way it did it made it like seem kind of like I I know there was a lot of cr- critics of of Amazon at the time when it came out because it was like why would they choose to make Amazon like this good when it's obviously so <laughs> yeah well known for being kind of the worst to its employees and stuff I don't know I thought that was interesting so Return of the Jedi but, and Return <laughs> of the Jedi is just so fun like Ewoks yeah. Ewoks man <laughs> I love that that argument everything you just said very antiquated and then. But Ewoks, man. <laughs> Ewoks are great. I think that's like probably like not in my top three Star Wars movies, but it's definitely no. up there. Yeah, definitely not. I'd probably um, put it at four for me, but it, it's really good. So are we going forward then? That's what it sounds like. Let's go forward. Let's go forward. Sorry, Francis. Sorry, Francis. You're great. She doesn't care about this, though. Neither does that's the thing. Ford. I feel bad giving it to Harrison Ford because he hates acting i feel like i feel like he just he, yeah he but just he's about to it. be in like mcu projects for the next that four is years. so insane to me but yeah honestly that alone has like kind of shattered everything i thought i knew about harrison ford but who, who knows listen he just wants to you know set up his kids for a beach house or something probably um all right we have um the finals christian bale versus harrison ford um Two very similar people. To all have very iconic roles. Yeah. Batman, Indiana Jones. What do you think? I feel like Harrison Ford feels like the safe bet. Like he's he's the fan favorite dynasty team coming in. Yeah, it feels like it feels like the right choice. Yeah. If you if you feel so confident, should we throw it to one final tiebreaker? Of course we should. Yeah. Um, so we're going to do random number generator once again. Uh, the ninth most popular film. And would you believe, Jackson, that the ninth most popular film for Harrison Ford, according to Letterboxd, is Raiders of the Lost Ark? Which That's kind of weird. That shows you how deep a bench yeah, this is. Truly. But also, granted... Five of the roster, movies. They got they got super seniors on this team. It's true. Five of the movies in front of it are Star Wars movies. Fair enough. And one of them is hot garbage, which is Rise of Skywalker. But um But that is number nine for him and Christian Bale. Loading, loading, loading. His number nine is once again American Hustle, which we just did. Actually. Yeah, and yeah, I think Ford gets this then. Totally. Yeah. When, just for just for comparison, if you had to compare their number one movies, which is Blade Runner twenty forty nine versus The Dark Knight, where were where are you lying there? I know that's really. I feel mm, if we're analyzing the performances, I think what he does in a legacy sequel is like immensely compelling. Sure. Um, and we'll get into that too. Like he and he gives like a very raw emotional performance that I think is really good. 
And I I have been very vocal about this before. I think what makes the Dark Knight great is not Christian Bale. I think his yep. supporting cast is phenomenal. And he just he just isn't my favorite Batman. And and I and I think he is way more compelling in other in, in the Batman begins specifically. Um so I would I would probably go Blade Runner 2049, but I know you would go with the Dark Knight, obviously. Yes, I would, but um, but I agree with you again on the performance side of that as well. Um, well, great. Um, with that, Harrison Ford, wow, is uh, our first inductee in the RCR Hall of Fame. Honestly, surprised. I didn't. I did not think it would be Harrison Ford. Nor did I. But when it boiled down to it, I guess uh, that's the way the cookie crumbles. So to speak. Yeah. Um. Wow. Okay. Exciting. Um. Do you have anything to say to? wrap this up i had fun did you have fun yeah i had a blast it was great <laughs> um great um i don't think there's a reason to do list is life i no. don't think so don't how think about so. we hop to you feeling lucky you could ask yourself a question do i feel lucky well do you punk and uh are we doing another are we doing uh are we going on with our hall of fame or should we do one journey? more do one more for fun? Or? Let's do one more for fun. Okay. We have Jeff Goldblum. Uh-huh. And I believe if he wins this one. He's in. He, we have officially two people uh, in our Hall of Fame. Harrison Ford and potentially Jeff Goldblum. We'll see who I draw. Excited. Can't Ooh, wait. I just drew Steve Martin, Carter. Oh, wow. 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 Here's the thing with Steve Martin. Mm-hmm. Great uh, comedian. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I what I think of him as, though. You don't think of the jerk? Well, I mean, yeah, jerk's good. Yeah. Uh, Father of the bride, good. Mm-hmm. Um, Two brother dozen. Two brother dozen, good, good, good. Muppets, the original Muppets. movie. Muppets, good, good, good. But like, do you think of him for his his acting? No, not really. I think of like SNL stuff or like his, he does like TV stuff that like I know a lot of people really like. Yeah, he's a great talk show guest. You mm-hmm. know, he's a, a great comedian, a lot of great stand up specials, big star in the 70s, 80s. But I think Jackson, I think it's Goldblum. I think it's time. Right. I think he's right. I think he's inducted officially. Oh, you're Oh, thank you. So for the record, today we inducted Harrison Ford and Jeff Goldblum into the RCR hall of fame congrats to them what an episode that this has been amazing uh jackson let me give a quick fantasy filmography update for the people Please do. and then we can uh we can call it a day and go watch some basketball and go watch the oscars Woo-hoo. um wonderful so uh currently this is a week seven update we're recording this on a wednesday march 8th um uh i am still in last place with my one movie just infinity pool just chugging along Creed 3, Brian is is next in line, and Creed 3 seems to be a big hit, uh, box office and critically, so that is currently the highest performing movie at this time. Isn't it the highest performing sports movie right now? It is, I believe. So that's, awesome. that's really exciting. So good for them over there. Then we've got a close battle uh, between uh, Jeff and Matt. Uh, with 0.5 points separating the two. Wow. Um, Jeff with Cocaine Bear going strong, and Matt with early reviews for Inside, which is the movie we've been referencing a lot here for Willem Dafoe. Uh, and then Cody is in second uh, with 
Early reviews for Scream 6 coming in look to be positive. Uh, that'll be coming out this weekend, so we'll get some box office numbers and more fan reactions to that. And then David just increasing his lead by a lot because he has two movies coming out this weekend. <laughs> it is insane. Um, He's going to be done before I put out a single movie, I think. I th- it's it is, co- it's it going to be crazy. Close. It's uh, 65 and Champions is uh, is coming out. Oh, no. Both um, of those, I don't think, will be very good. I yeah, could be wrong. Getting middling reviews at this yeah. time. Um, like Just for, for perspective, people, he only has three more movies on the board. One... Uh, four movies technically legally blonde three i don't know if that's ever going to come out um, again haven't heard anything about that that's um, tragic but that still has not a date the rest of his movies are fast x mm-hmm. um elemental which is the pixar movie and then barbie and then he's done those so are I, pretty strong ones to be fair but I, I i feel like he's really kind of shown his hand a little too much I, with this i, I do think stuff. so too because like by july he doesn't have any more movies so we'll see what if that pans out. He's definitely playing the volume game. So he's definitely in first by a long shot. So we will see. Um, is he on track? Do you think he's on track to do better than last year? Maybe. Maybe. I don't. What's his best movie right now? His best like, movie. Wise. His best movie at the moment is Magic Mike's Last Dance. Um, okay. Which, you know, could be better. But uh, but I don't know. We'll see. Because last year we basically gave him two movies. Um, You're right. <laughs> and he had <laughs> Avatar, which certainly helped him a lot in the long run. Um, so we'll see where it goes. Uh, this weekend, as we mentioned, Scream 6 coming out, Champions 65, and South by Southwest happens this weekend. It's starting, and that'll run all week. So movies like Bottoms, Problemista, mm-hmm. um, Tetris, your movie, Jackson. We'll get some reviews this week. Let's go. Uh, Dungeon, the Dungeons and Dragons movie as well, so which Jeff has. So we'll start to see some things as well as Evil Dead Rise, Jackson, which you also have. So we'll get some reviews from that. Maybe this week we'll see some numbers for a lot of people and you'll enter the chat. Very exciting. And then we're just waiting for Corbin with a, a good person coming out in a couple weeks. And then we're Sweet. all on the board, which is exciting. So yeah, that's a fantasy filmography update. And with that, we're done, Jackson. Woohoo, we did it. Longer episode, but I think it was it was pretty fun, pretty special. It was a banger. Uh, I enjoyed it. It was a blast. Jackson, where can the people follow us on Instagram? They can follow us on Instagram at roughcut underscore pod. Give us a follow. Follow us on uh, you know your Apple Podcasts and your Spotify podcasts and stuff, so we show up in your feed whenever a new week uh, comes around. And yeah, follow us on Twitter, which is at roughcut underscore co. Check us out for Perfect. posts there. Retweet, like, favorite. Do things. Excellent, Comment. Excellent. Yes, yes. Uh, and once again, check out the Oscars this Sunday uh, and watch the basketball. But yeah, check out the Oscars because on Friday we will be doing a recap of all that. See how we did in our little Jackson. I always do a little side bet, a big whopping $5. So, oh, baby. Tune in for that. We'll see who wins this year. And yeah, we'll see you on Friday. And we love you. In case I don't see ya. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night.